0: Now, before we get to the other business of the committees, uh, this evening, Ashlyn, just briefly news coming in tonight that political reps in Drada have been told the D Hotel in the town is to house people seeking international protection. What do we know about it?
1: Um, so, yes, this is in Drada, the D Hotel, which is in the centre of uh, Drada in County Louth, and it has 113 bedrooms, a sizable hotel, and it's now going to accommodate uh, 500 uh, asylum uh, people who are um, being accommodated by the international Protection Application Service so these are asylum seekers who come here to seek protection uh, you know to try to seek a new life and get a re- get refugee status here And um, so they are being going to be accommodated in this hotel so yes elected reps were um, notified today by the uh, community engagement team in the Department of Integration that this particular hotel the D Hotel uh, was going to be contracted by the department for this type of accommodation um, so as I said 500 people so it is quite a sizeable um, centre and I suppose an accommodation centre previously maybe centres sometimes accommodate much lower numbers maybe in the tens of people but this is 500 people are going to be accommodated here Um, and now we know uh, Cullum, in Ireland at the moment we're accommodating uh, over 100,000 I think it's even in excess of 101,000 people between those who fled the war in Ukraine um, and those who are seeking international protection here we've had two years of uh, very elevated numbers increased numbers of people seeking international protection on top of the war in Ukraine um, so they're under significant pressure the government are to find accommodation for these people and this is underlined column by the fact that we have 878 asylum seekers who came to Ireland seeking international protection and they're sleeping ho- they're rough they're sleeping rough they're homeless at the moment um, so so issues have been raised about this accommodation centre being used the Deputy Mayor of Drogheda and um, Independent uh, Councillor Kevin Callan Callan excuse me said that the announcement came without prior consultation so this was the announcement today that they were notified of this centre being used um, and it wasn't previously uh, a prior warning given to the elective representatives and he said that it would decimate the local economy and he urged for the uh, call for the Minister to in- of Integration to intervene as a matter of urgency um, we've seen this in other times Uh, obviously Colin people will be aware those listening that uh, across Ireland there um, have been uh, private contractors hotels guest houses uh, uh, B&Bs I suppose facilities like that contracted by the department to house asylum seekers and Ukrainian refugees and in some areas it has caused a lot of consternation we saw protests in Ross Grey in Tipperary over the use of a hotel there um, the Racket Hall Hotel Uh, so it will be interesting to see how the locals, I suppose, receive this news this evening. It's very early at this point. We only have, I suppose, limited reaction from the mayor who's saying that it would decimate the local economy. Um, but of course, uh, you know, the government are stretched in this and they need to find accommodation for these people.
0: Now, the International Protection Procurement Service, Colin Burke, said they... <coughs> they uh They liaised with the relevant national services to ensure that they all had the relevant information. They said they liaised with the HSE, the Guard, the local integration teams, the local development office, but public reps aren't happy with the level of of notice they get. Should we be further along the road at this stage with how issues like this are handled, or do you believe this is a function of, of an emergency situation.
2: Well, I think there there has to be consultation at local level. Um, I know that Fergus O'Dowd was very concerned about it this evening at a Fine Gael Parliamentary Party meeting um, because it, I don't believe there, there was that consultation that occurred. We do have a challenge. There was 103,000 people came in from Ukraine. Um, I think there's now, it's now, uh, on the basis of figures that we have, there's 80,000 of of people from Ukraine here, about 20,000 have returned home. But we still have then the numbers coming in. Asylum seekers last year, we had about 13,500. And it would appear that it will be around similar numbers for the coming year. So we do have a challenge there, because I suppose initially when the war started in Ukraine, there was a view that it would last for a, as kind of a twelve-month time period. Now it do, it doesn't appear to be ending at any time soon, and there is this challenge then of that eighty thousand who are here plus the number of people then who are coming in, um, uh, for seeking asylum here, and there there is there is a major problem. Now we have <coughs> the the department are proact- more proactive in relation to getting. Um, the applications assessed and where they, they do not fit in within the criteria then in relation to having deportation orders issued. So
0: that is actually changing substantially. Right. Um, Michael Collins, <coughs> there's you know, a, a large number of people who don't have accommodation. The people, it's it's said, who are going to be uh, in the D-Hotel in Drada is a mix of single males who have been challenging to accommodate so far, but also families Um and this offer comes on foot of the hotel owners offering offering this uh, accommodation to the International Protection Service,
3: they'd be mad to refuse them. Well, you know, I suppose in relation to the hotel, offering um, the hotel, uh, it's, it's just people making mass amounts of money. Uh, in, 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 in putting up their hotels and putting up their, uh, you know, whether it is uh, different accommodation centres that they have, they're making a massive amount of money and that's caused... But really for a hotel
0: people. owner, would you have some sympathy? You know, they
3: they, they are normally dependent on
0: seasonal traffic. This is full yes, occupancy all year round. It's, it's, it's a predictable
3: income flow for anyone who owns a hotel. But if you look at places like uh, Killarney, there's 33% of the holiday rooms uh, taken up by uh, r- refugees um, and asylum see. There's um, something I think was at 70% in, in Leitrim. I think is taken up by asylum seekers. So we're losing our, our tourism trade and uh, you know, we've never said um, uh, our group that we should stop people from coming to this country. We should slow the flow well before this 500 people is a huge huge amount of people coming into any community and are the facilities there in county load it looks to me as if the public representatives didn't know or knew very little about this and have come out very angry about this no this has been taught us up to now that they would consult with us when it happened in West Cork, we got no consultation we pleaded for news we got no consultation people were brought into communities but if the consultation is is done and done properly it might ease the pain for everybody You know, and uh, I I, I just think that the minister continuously gets it wrong. They don't seem to have any limit of numbers of people that come into our country. And it has to be there has to be a certain amount of uh, uh, some kind of uh, of constraints in relation to this. Sherlock.
4: Well look I, I suppose because there has been a failure to properly plan we're seeing this mad scramble now to try and find accommodation anywhere and look the reality is if there is space in that hotel in Drogheda then it has to be used um, like I, you know I, I, of course there are concerns in any town about the tourist industry and its ability to sustain itself and I think that does need to be uh, that, that conversation is, is important but the priority here is we cannot have people sleeping on our streets it's it's absolute disgrace that we have people coming into this country vulnerable people who are seeking protection in this state whose applications have yet to be processed and 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 that, and that they're left with no option but to sleep on the street so look you know I, I I think it's really important that we put in context that there's a huge need out there and if there's spare capacity if there's a hotel offering then you know th- then that needs to be used but I, I will pick up on one point that Michael made right and I will agree with him on, on on one point there there is an issue about the money that has been made by some private operators at the moment particularly those who uh, have no degree of transparency with regards to their accounts um, and are, are earning substantial sums from the state, and this comes back to an issue about, uh, you know, ultimately the state failing to prepare. Um, since you know we, 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 we've obviously had the Ukrainian war for, for two years now, uh, and, and 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 failing to, 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 to catch up with the reality, there's been a promise of modular homes, and, and 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 they have been, you know been rolled out at such a slow pace but the reality is we need to provide accommodation for those seeking protection in this country and and we and we have to ensure that it's information not consultation information to elected okay, reps right. and communities on the ground okay.